0: Good morning everyone. The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 7, a little bit different to what's on the um, prayer sheet. It is from chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. And that can be paged on number 972 of the church Bible. So that's Matthew 7, verses 24 to 27. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a crash. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. morning.
1: morning. I'm going to stand up here and make myself look important, just in case you didn't realise. I'm going to talk this morning about not listening properly. Yes, for the benefit of those who aren't listening properly, I'm going to talk about not listening properly. When we hear something, but we don't listen properly. And when we don't listen properly, we miss what's important. And when we miss what's important, we fail to take it in. And we run the risk of getting everything wrong. I don't listen properly, you don't listen properly, none of us listen properly. You know that thing when someone says to you, don't forget that's happening, and you go, "Hey." Eh? They probably told you. I get this at home, I my, wife, my wife's smiling there, don't forget this is happening tomorrow, don't forget that, remember this, I don't know about that. She didn't tell me about that. She probably did. Definitely did. But I didn't listen properly. It happens so often to all of us that we even have a phrase for it, don't we? In one ear and out the other. It's when somebody's words go in one ear and they don't stop in the middle. They don't even pass go. They come out the other. In one ear, out the other. Don't stop in the middle. We don't listen. We don't hold those words in here and think about them. We don't see what's important about those words. We hear them, but we're not listening. We're not getting the words. We miss the important thing about what someone says to us. And when we miss the important thing, we get the chance to get everything wrong. I'll give you an example. Um, Exercise. Let me move this out of the way slightly. I'll just put it down. I'll tell you what, I'll put it down. Right, now it's in your way. Um, (laughs) Exercise is is an important thing. We all know about that. Exercise keeps you fit and healthy and makes you strong. So I'm going to do a bit of exercise this morning. Try and make myself a bit stronger. Um, But... I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm going to call for a volunteer to help do some exercise with me. No, no, put your hands down. (laughs) Because, luckily, here we are in the future, in 2017, and we have technology that will allow me to find a volunteer. Technology in the shape of the Meadgate Church Random Name Generator. Now, we all know this. Can we have the random name generator? There we go, up on the screen. Thank you very much. Um, Now, let's see who's going to be our lucky volunteer today. Let's see. Who's it going to (laughs) be? David Belvin! (laughs) David! Thank you very much, you lucky volunteer. (laughs) Please come and join me here at the front to assist me in some exercises. I think it does strike (laughs) twice in the same place. It certainly does. Clearly, thank you very much for your assistance. Right, what we're going to do, we are going to exercise together. Hello there. Now, uh, well, I'll show you. I'm going to give you a rock. Oh my goodness. All right, so if I can give you that. okay. you're all right with that? Are you sure? (laughs) And I've got my own rock here. Mine's, as you can see, mine's bigger than yours. Yes. That doesn't mean anything. I have seen that rock <laughs> Never mind. Um, what we're going to do, just for a bit of exercise, to try and exercise our muscles, I'm going to get you to lift that above your head, and I'll lift this above my head for the count of ten. So I'll ask everybody to count to ten. Ready? Can you do that? Yep. Okay, let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Goodness eight. Goodness me. Cool. Thank you very much. All right. Um, Thank you. Um, Now imagine if we did that ten times, twenty times. No, no, I'm just imagining. (laughs) My rock's bigger than your rock. Twenty times, fifty times, we'd get a lot of exercise. Um, You can pop that one down, David. Actually, that's uh, believe it or not, that's all I need you to do. Oh, good. (laughs) So you may return to your seat. And thank you very much, David Belbin generated at random to help me this morning. Uh, You'll notice I'm still holding this rock because... um, Exercise makes you strong, keeps you fit, makes you healthy. Hold that for me. (laughs) Um, But if you miss something important, it doesn't do you any good. Now, you see there... I overlooked something very important about rocks. That it's not about, do you want to chuck it back? It's not about how big it is, how impressive it looks. What's important about a rock that makes it worth exercising with is that it's strong and solid and, like David's, heavy. So, in fact, it looked like I was getting some exercise, hopefully, it looked like I was getting some exercise there. But in fact, thank you very much. In fact, I wasn't doing myself any good at all. It was making no difference to me. It looked right on the outside, but in fact, I wasn't getting any benefit at all. I overlooked that the key thing about a rock is that it's heavy and solid and strong. And because a rock is heavy and solid and strong, you gather them together. And they are the perfect thing to build a foundation on which to build your house. And that's what Jesus has taught us in the reading that we've heard this morning. Two builders build two houses. Both of their houses look strong and safe. Remember that animation we saw? The houses look lovely, cosy and strong and safe. But one builder, unfortunately, didn't put into practice what he'd been told. And when his house was tested in that storm, it fell with a crash. Now this story comes right at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. When Jesus teaches, the people gathered lots of simple truths. Now we know Jesus' teaching is always true. Often it sounds quite simple, but also often it sounds like it might be hard work to actually do. So perhaps often when we hear Jesus' words, they go in one ear and out the other. And we think, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard what Jesus had to say to me, but it's gone straight through and it hasn't sunk in there and it hasn't had a chance to land in here and we find that we just go through the motions and we're not actually getting any benefit. We might look like we're following Christ, but without what Jesus is teaching, us actually settling here in our lives, in our hearts. It's not really making a difference. Jesus' words are our rocks. They are our strong, solid foundation for us to build the rest of our lives on. Because in our lives, we face storms as well. Not just storms of wind and rain, but all kinds of things that can threaten us. We've seen in the news recently, sadly, so many things that have been storms in the lives of many people. And personally, in our own lives, we face storms with the loss of people that we love, arguing with people that we care about, broken relationships, problems with money or work or school, bullying, temptations from the world. All these things are storms that can strike us. And if we haven't built our life on the foundation of rocks, which are the words of Jesus, when these storms strike, we can fall. But Jesus didn't just teach the people sitting there listening at that sermon that day, although wouldn't it have been wonderful to sit and listen to him speak these simple truths, one after the other, he wasn't just talking to them, he's talking to us today, of course, now. And we need to not just hear his words, but really listen. There is such important teaching, not just here in this story of the wise and foolish builders, but all the way through the Sermon on the Mount, simple, powerful truths, as simple and as strong and as solid as a rock, that we really need to take hold of. We really need to... Goodness. Listen and hold them in our head and hold them in our hearts. So what I'd like to do, just to really make us see some of this teaching, is have a look. We're all going to have a look in our Bibles and find some of it. Now, the Sermon on the Mount starts... In chapter 5, beginning of chapter 5, which is on page 968 of the Bibles you've got there. Let's see if we can lift some of the, the rocks out of the passage here. Let's see if we can dig them up and put the effort in to find the truth in what Jesus is saying. So I'm just going to ask some questions some questions about what Jesus has to teach us in the Sermon on the Mount. And I'll ask you to find the answers. Tell me the answer. Tell me where you find it. And the first one to do so only gets a Freddo. Right? So it's, you're not just learning. There's chocolate too. <laughs> you're earning. You're learning and earning. Now these are going to be all in a random kind of an order. So anywhere from chapter 5 through to chapter 7 but you might already know where they are what does Jesus say we should do to our enemies where does it say that what's that I heard it, I heard it, who said it Angela, one for you oh sorry that was an inaccurate throw. I apologise. Oh, in off the top of the head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's that was a nod on, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's a simple, solid truth. Love our enemies. How hard is that one to lift up and carry? Pretty hard, I think. Well, that's getting harder all the time, this rock. David, you did ever so well. Um, it's a simple truth. But it's a hard one to carry with us. Love your enemies. Not just hear it, really listen and carry it with you. What does Jesus say we should do if someone hits us on the right cheek? We all know that one, don't we? Where is it? Go on, I heard it. Don't be scared. I'm learning, I'm gauging the distance, you see. Again, that's a hard one to carry, isn't it? It's a strong truth. That's a solid bit of teaching. But again, turn the other cheek. Why do you want to do that? That's a hard one to carry. What does Jesus say about worrying? Worrying. Got to speak up. Sorry, I'm a bit old and deaf. Oh, there we go. Where is it? I think... Oh, it's all happening now. One for you. One over there. Oh, right in the eye. Sorry about that. That's a hard truth. (laughs) Now, see that one? Don't worry. That sounds easy, doesn't it? How hard is that? Worry means we can't not think about those things. Jesus tells us, just don't. What does Jesus tell us about telling the truth? I'm going to get my Freddo ready here. What's that? Oh, it's good, but it's not what I've got, I'm afraid. It's not what I've got... Telling the truth. Do you want a bit of Freddo? Is, is that what you're doing? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let your yes be yes. Simple. Let your yes be yes. It's um, chapter 5, 37. No, it isn't. It, not in my translation, it isn't actually, although it was before. Have you got it? Sorry, I'm
0: 57
1: years old. But again, a simple truth about the truth. But it's not always easy to put into practice, is it? It's not always easy to just be truthful. There are plenty of times when we're asked a question and we really don't want to give that yes be yes. What does Jesus say about storing up treasure? Go on. Oh, it's from everywhere now. Go on, hands up. One. Oh, oh, sorry. So I can throw the right distance that way. Ready? Overarm. Almost. Right, I'm I'm going to stop throwing chocolate at people because um, that's clearly dangerous. All of these are such strong, simple truths, but they are hard to carry. They're hard to keep in here and keep in here. Easy to hear, but really difficult to work with every day. But these truths are solid rocks. These truths are the solid rocks that we build our foundation on. If we want to be part of Christ's kingdom, we need to be part of making it happen. We need to hear Jesus' words and listen to what he's saying to us. We need to put the effort in to carry those words with us to lift them up, those truths, and carry them with us. We need to live them out. Gather together all these heavy rocks to make our house solid and safe, even though it's harder work to do it. Because when we've built our solid, safe house, our faith then God can walk with us. He can come into our house. He can help us. He can support us and he can strengthen us. And if we build our house on his truth and we invite him in, we won't ever fall. Amen. Amen.